0: What if addiction isn't about your chemical hooks? What if addiction is about your cage? Hi, I'm Mark Renick. This is Victory Over Sin. And we must be aware of the fact of what impact are we having? as one who claims to be a Christian, on the lost world around us. This is Victory Over Sin. My name is Mark Rennick. Good Saturday afternoon to you. I hope things are going well in your world. We've got an interesting show planned for you uh, with a surprise that just kind of came in too, but um, I hope it's a good Saturday for you. Uh, we had a good week at Systemic Change of Idaho. Uh, we found some interesting things out. We had a steering committee meeting Uh, and get some new priorities for people in terms of uh, the issues that we're going to be addressing in the future. I was surprised by it. The steering committee came back and we looked at the information that we gathered through the um, listening forum, and we found something to come up as a high priority. And We're going to kind of call it self-esteem, I think. We've got a real nice name for it that I can't recall, actually. But it encompasses everything that people feel as they're on parole. And we're going to try to make that the second issue that people address as we start trying to educate Idahoans about uh, what it's like to be on parole. Uh, And it really is kind of cool in terms of the way people view themselves on parole, the problems that they have. It's going to all encompass that issue. So I'm excited about that from the future. That happened on Monday of this week. And if you're interested in that and you want to be involved, you certainly can be involved if you want to. We're looking for people who have been in the system and who want to go out and effectively change it by talking to Idahoans about that experience. You can give us a call. We'll give you the address and the telephone number at the end of the show. But if you want to and you have a heart to do that, Come do it we actually have our next meeting uh, set up on three twenty seven of this this month, uh, and I think that 's a monday it's going to be at six o'clock at the Peer Wellness Center. so put that on your calendar if that 's something and reach out to us and get involved. Um, the other thing that kind of happened that kind of happened special to me this week was we lost a friend of ours um, in terms of somebody that we 've been working with on an on point basis we didn 't lose him. he went back into the system. And he was re-arrested on Tuesday afternoon. And it was a difficult one for us because he faced so many of these issues that we face in terms of having some mental issues, having some addiction issues. And in the end, they took him back into custody at St. Luke's on Tuesday of this week. Uh, it was a difficult one for me. And I we, I was responsible for picking up his stuff from uh, PNP over at uh, on Emerald Street. And it was difficult to go back in there. And I don't even think they think I was in the system when I picked the stuff up and— when they opened the door up, a uh, uh, nice parole officer who I've known for for a while uh, looks at me and she hands me stuff. And I signed the paperwork to pick his stuff up to take back to his mom and to store while he goes back into the system. But what she said to me was real important. It was like, oh, I see, Mark, you're still out there helping these guys. And, and I, I took it as a. I took it as a compliment, but I also understood the frustrations that they have as well as we have in terms of when we lost somebody back into the system. And that is what systemic change of Idaho is all about. We're trying to educate Idahoans about how difficult it is to survive out here in parole, especially if you've got some kind of a mental issue, you got an addiction issue, and you don't have enough resources. So if you want to get involved with us, we certainly would love to have you involved with us. <laughs>
1: Mr. Hardy. Yeah, so I'm just going around uh, every show I possibly can because I want to talk about Kairos outside. Oh, okay. 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 okay? So I'm going studio to studio talking about Kairos outside. Okay. What so...
0: show is this? <laughs>
1: I didn't look at the sign on the door when I walked in.
0: What is, he show is, tape, this? is he taping now? Nah, you know, this is Victor Everson. You're the, you're the executive producer. Oh, yeah. I yes. forgot about that.
1: <laughs> hey, are you aware of Kairos Outside?
0: I am aware of Kairos Outside.
1: Kairos Outside is for women that have been impacted by incarceration. That's true. And it's a weekend retreat that is coming up in April.
0: Right. And you know, let us know who we contact and a little bit more about that. Please.
1: I would love to do that. So you can contact Sandy at 957-1426, 957-1426. So if you are a woman who has a son or daughter or perhaps a husband, family member that is incarcerated or has been incarcerated, and you've had some challenges with that, it's a weekend of healing, of connecting with other women who have been in the same situation, And if you are listening out in the desert, this is an amazing weekend. You can send your mom or your wife, you can give this as a gift. That's true. And they go, they get pampered, they get incredibly... It is is a a
0: great weekend in terms of they get taken care of all weekend long. It's unbelievable.
1: Pampered. That's right. Surprises. Surprises. Yeah,
0: so go talk to
1: your VRC and tell them you want to send your loved one on a Kairos outside weekend and they can get the application and you can go from there. Sounds like a great plan. Okay. Yeah. Thank
0: you so much for having me in. Hey, absolutely. i do anything you say. Always. It's a good Saturday afternoon. I get to interview people that I like, and today is no uh, exception to that. I'm going to introduce uh, Miss Vicky Chandler, who I know from Ten Mile Christian, and she's on the board of directors of Boise Rescue Mission. You want to say hi and give me a little information about yourself?
2: I say hi. Hi. Good afternoon. Yeah. Uh, information about myself: I'm yeah. the finance director for the City of Nampa. Do that full time, and I am also on the board at the Kiwanis. Treasure Valley. Columbus. Oh, see, I didn't know that. I didn't I know, know that. You see are, there? yeah, you're a talented lady. Uh, well, uh, I'm busy.
0: I know. I yeah,
2: can... yeah. And this Saturday, actually, we're working uh, at the Boise Rescue Mission thrift store in well, Nampa. At what time?
0: So uh, you're in two places at one time.
2: Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> so if
0: you are listening to this, get over to the thrift store in, in Napa at the Boise and Rescue shop. Mission and shop and visit, That's with, what Vicky. We like. visit yeah, with Vicky. Visit with Vicki. Say, hey, I heard you on the radio.
2: <laughs> and I am uh, uh, on the board. As you said, at the Boise Rescue Mission.
0: Yes. That's you know, the best
2: thing I do. You know, it's
0: really pretty, uh, I I would like to almost kind of talk about the story about how I figured that out with you, you know, is that okay with uh, you? Yeah. Uh, it's like, because where was the time in my life where I was being, I was attempting to be an intern at Lighthouse, and I kept seeing you kind of drift by every once in a while over there at the Lighthouse, at the old Lighthouse. Yeah. And then um, then I'd see you at 10 Mile, and, and there was pictures where there was a, Ribbon cutting ceremony, where I thought, man, I saw that. that's that's the lady from Ten Mile, and so I just started very slowly piecing together that you were somehow <laughs> associated with the Boise Rescue Mission, and then I finally just figured it out and looked it up, and you're on the board of directors. So that's pretty cool. I floated. Yes.
2: <laughs> well, I uh, started at the mission by um, it, through a uh, small group Bible study. Uh, that I had at my house, and we wanted to serve in some capacity. So we started serving dinner at the old uh, lighthouse. Mm-hmm. The, and, the classic uh,
0: one. another yeah, oh, nice one. Oh, it was
2: yeah. great because the guys came and stood in line at the... And yeah. so we decided we didn't want them to do that, and so we, we served them, and uh, we had a great time with them uh, doing that. And uh, uh, I remember one of the, uh, one of them came up afterwards, and they said, Uh, we just have such a great time with you ladies here at the mission. I said, oh, you just like to see women in the kitchen. They said, no, we just love to hear laughter. And what you realize is that um, men who live with men and um, who have also been incarcerated, um, uh, many of them have been, and they just don't have interaction with women either. And so they they miss their wives, they miss their... Uh, moms, they miss their, they miss women. Well, and honestly. I think it's
0: almost women. I think they, uh, at least, been in my experience that they, they regret the decisions that they've made in their lives yeah. to put them in that spot right. where they are then trying to rebuild their lives. Yeah. And that, and that yeah. Boise Rescue Mission, in the different locations that they have in Boise and in Nampa, you know that 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 offers them that step that. almost in some ways the last kind of resort to do that it's
2: an inner it's a connection that they really miss i remember walking into uh the kitchen and there was one uh program uh man, man in the program who was sitting in the almost a closet almost he was um trying to decide if he should contact his sister either through letter or calling her and i said well of course you should he says well i've kind of broken that connection and I, you know, took advantage and, you know, they break, they break the family ties, so exactly. to speak. Yeah. I said, oh yeah, she's waiting for you. You yeah, need absolutely. to, you and, need and to That's contact. good. And,
0: you know, and I think that coming from you too, that's really powerful. I, the, um, that's what we try to tell people is, I know that much of my family connection was really restored when I was incarcerated and I didn't, yeah. I, 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 my mother uh, doesn't write letters very well and doesn't do that stuff, but I, I just systematically kind of mm-hmm. sent her letters all the time. Mm-hmm. And to this day, I mean, you can tell me I'm an old man and my mom's even older. So, But we've got, we're closer than we've ever been. And right. it's because I reached out and did that without any expectation of return from that. Just mm-hmm. to be honest, it's a, it comes back to a biblical principle. You, you honor your mother and your father. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes in some cases when some people out there have not had the best relationship with their parents, yeah. that doesn't mean it. You still honor it. And you say, and you respect that. Mm -hmm. And and that's what the Bible says. That's what you really just need to do. And if you do that, it opens up so many different things. It's just one of those many aspects.
2: And it brings healing for the person who's reaching out, even if the relationship is not restored. But that's one of the values, the high values that the mission has, which is uh, faith, family, and hope. That's not the order. It's... uh, Faith, hope, and family, <clears throat> but Bill, you know, Bill,
0: a listener, he's going, he's going, yeah, gonna get an email yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, no doubt, he'll <laughs> he'll correct me, but um, <laughs> but the the point really is that for many they're not able to restore those relationships because they have not always been very healthy. Oftentimes that's what has led to the problems. Some sometimes, and so they they are perhaps sometimes they're better off without the family, honestly, because they have mm-hmm. been unhealthy for them. But the mid- the mission becomes that family. The mission family becomes their support system mm-hmm. and their family relationships. So they learn how to have healthy family relationships with the family that's at the mission.
0: That's true. And I think you, uh, I mean, uh, I would say that I know more of the Lighthouse crew than I know the Boise Rescue Crew, Boise River of Life folks. But um, you're right. They do really have that at mm-hmm. Lighthouse. The yeah. people who are there have been there for a good period of time. Yes. Yes. They're good people uh, yeah. by, by nature, by what they believe, and that comes across to people. Yes. People will probably float in and float out of those operations from time to time, but sure. but they know that that's consistent. And I think that's so important to um, in restoring people who have been incarcerated and coming back in to be able to know, hey, you know that's consistent. Right, right. Know?
2: And they come back. I mean, people yeah, oh, who have even— Either left the program, graduated from the program, or guests who come in and out—they know that those those staff people are still there and uh, the volunteers are still there—and uh, and they come back to uh, meet with those folks, to pray with those folks. They know mm-hmm. they can share those prayer requests, and they're still praying. So, yeah. uh, it's well, a and you know, thing.
0: again, you we you and I see that some of those people because we'll see them at Ten Mile, right? Uh, who have floated in and floated out, and there's just been a whole trainload of them, but. The, there's always that consistent group that, that you look towards and say, oh, that's one of those guys
2: that's right, a graduate. Right, you know? yeah. Well, but, and that's what they've said about 10 Mile as well as uh, some other churches in the area, which is they open their arms to treat us like family. Mm-hmm. We're part of the family. Yep, so. they do. That's yeah, true.
0: Yeah. That's true. There's a special relationship between 10 Mile and Lighthouse. Right, and that that right. is for certain. And that's yeah. been going for yeah. a long period And other of time.
2: churches as well. Yeah. We wouldn't be exclusive. <laughs> no, no, no. You
0: no. can't do that. Well, I remember them being an option, again, when I was hanging around Lighthouse right. as an intern. They had other different churches to go to, but there was always yeah. that option. It That leads me to also the program that I don't think gets enough uh, attention or credit, I guess you would say, in the community because the work I do, I see people who are in, in the treasure, entire Treasure Valley for that matter who have come out of incarceration and who are trying to be the returning citizens and, mm-hmm. and the program that doesn't get enough strokes is the New Life Program oh, uh, yes. uh, at all the different missions um, and I was surprised at the shocking numbers and being around for 20 years, how many few graduates have come through. But when you do get complete that program, it, it, the people who do are very powerful. And I can name on well, five or six people that I know from Ten Mile and two or three people in the Boise area. And, and they're just very powerful people. They've become leaders and they've become good people in their community because they've made it through that program. And that program, I always... Uh, Mike Waldemar, will probably listen to this. I'd rather go. I'd rather go back to a, a year at Max than go through his program with him running that program. <laughs> Serious, okay? And he's a nice man, but I'd rather do a year in Max than do that program. I, I don't with
2: him. know that he's a nice man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he would claim that either. <laughs> he can be pretty tough. <laughs>
0: he, is, he can be pretty tough. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: So, but if you make it through that program, talk a little bit about that program if you want.
2: Well, the program is designed uh, to last from uh, 12 months. It can be done in 12 months, but mm-hmm. usually it can be 18 to 24 months. So um, it's designed to give uh, people, uh, make sure that they, and it's for men or women. Yeah, but it has, and City Lights
0: um, has the same program.
2: Yes, right, River of Life and City Light. Uh, and it's designed to give uh, people... Uh, basically what used to, you know, in other circles, I guess would be 12, 12 steps or something mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like that. But to give them their drug and alcohol recovery program. And if they don't have their GED, they have to get their GED. They, uh, go through an interview, uh, process to understand how to interview for a job. Uh, they, so they, um, get their basic education and they understand how to, how to apply for a job and get a job, interview properly for it uh so uh and uh celebrate recovery is a part of it as well so there are many facets to it and it's it's not a light thing <laughs> i when I, if when i pass by uh, uh the um front window there at the at at uh uh the lighthouse i'll often ask the um front desk the one at the front desk i'll say okay what can i pray for you today and often it's like I'm trying, I have, I've passed three units of my GED and I I have to get my fourth unit.
0: (laughs) And there's always a particular one that's the hardest is either math or whatever it is.
2: Well, and honestly, when a person has spent years in a drug, as a druggie, Mm -hmm. I mean, oftentimes the brain is fried to some degree and it's hard to study and Mm -hmm. it's hard to understand. Sometimes it's a spiritual issue, you know, and they don't understand sometimes that, They can give it up to Jesus or that they can understand God's Word. And sometimes it just takes a long time to make it through all the steps of that program. Uh, But uh, they do when they finally succeed there, they've really got a lot of things covered, a lot of ground covered, and they have really succeeded for the first time in their lives many Mm -hmm.
0: times. I I don't disagree with that. The couple of examples I will have is that... Uh, I have friends that I was incarcerated with. That in one particular one man in particular who is, I've been out almost six years, and so I know he's been out three times, and um, it's back in the system now. And now, when he when I talk to him, uh, he says, "And this time I'm gonna. This time I am gonna go to Lighthouse." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And because he's always tried X number, X number, X number, yeah. and there's a lot of issues. He'll come out on fire and. Uh, it's a lot of different sorts of things that tripped him up, but he really does need that intense structure, and I think he sees it. And maybe you know, you always hold hope that this time he will actually that will make it. And I said, if you get it, you know, if they take you in linehouse, uh, you know, that'll be a good one. So, and and, I, and that's that's powerful, and that's a that's an understanding that experience in his case has taught him that's what he needs, right. and I, I would argue that that's God tugging at his heart saying, We know, I still want you. This man's name's Gary. I still want you, Gary, we've made the path a little bit difficult for you, but when you do get it this time, it'll be
2: powerful well the, uh, there are other options that uh those who are incarcerated will choose or those who are given an option when they uh, you know, you know it, it, they can they can choose like uh 6 months of incarceration or the 18 month program at River of Life or City Light and they'll choose the 6 months incarceration because it's shorter time when you think about 18 months away from what they've known uh that's huge and mm-hmm. sometimes you know when they 're in the program, um, many times they might have children and a family that they have uh, tried to be a part of, and they might think that they can make it even and um boy that 's a hard that 's yeah. a hard way to be separated because they have to be separated, yeah. they and have to live do. there and yep. stay that's there, right. and okay. they don 't get to depart. And if they can make it to certain levels, they might have visitation rights, That's but right. but it's hard. Yeah, and
0: I can tell, I can attest it's a, it is a difficult program, and it's a mindset that you really need to engage in to do it. Yeah. But, but and it takes everybody has to figure that out on their own piece. I, I again I, I think of what I spoke about before the people I know from Ten Mile or one, but I've seen people in the community too because there's a major um, transitional living. Entity, yes. I guess you would call Rising Sun and Rising Sun, Mark and Antoinette, to their credit, two of their top lieutenants uh, graduated from the River of Life program, a new life program and they are they are in in the face of so many different houses and so many different people getting out, and so many different people pushing and scamming and doing them will and gregor are, are are fantastic and, and one of the things that um, I give Mark and Antoinette credit for is that those two guys are in charge because they are just relentless. And 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 I, if I need something from uh, as vol when I'm a volunteer for Saint Vincent de Paul in terms of connecting with them or something like that, those guys are always on mark and they know what's going on. So, and they are graduates of River Life Program, down, mm. you know. So, and I kept thinking, where'd you come from? And then so one day I started figuring out, and they go, Yeah, Will is too. And I go, Whoa. That makes sense. And that makes sense. Some of the Bob from who yeah. I think you know, you, you think of some people on, uh, you know, I think Adrian Thomas who graduated. You know, those are the key people in my life that make things work. When you wield it away, kind of a lot of them are graduates of this mm-hmm. program that's been around for 20 years and has a surprising few graduates. I mean, you say, how many did you say graduate this year? Last
2: year, year uh, 15 graduated. 15. Right. And, and the, 15 to 20 is an average.
0: And when they do the graduation, so usually it's at Eustach Baptist on um, Well, the last
2: couple it? years has been at 10 Mile. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. And maybe. this year, too. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. So, and there's a huge graduation. Everybody dresses up and they get all. Well, and the families out. come
2: around. There might be 300 people who come because they have been reunited with their families over the process as well. It's an amazing celebration. It's yeah. my favorite night of the year, even more favorite than Christmas.
0: Really? Yes. Well, it is a positive thing. It is. It is. That's true. That yes. is true. That's true. And everybody gets to go up and they, they tend to do videos. Um, one thing that I've always respected about, and the more I learn about Bill Roscoe, he attracts people like you to support him, number one, and his key people, administrative y Jason, and some people, they're really quality people. That That's one. And the other way that he just, he is relentless in marketing the concept to just every facet uh, for someone who tries to promote, let's say, what we do and what I do, you look to him as a role model. He just – he's a machine and he's just everywhere and he's credible. He does it, you know, a lot like you do your approach, which is it's modest, it's humble, it's – I mean I had to dig to find out that you were on the board of directors of, of of the rescue mission. And I think that's a key in your success, your credibility. Do you think that or do you – have you ever thought about that?
2: In, in, your, uh,
0: in your approach to how successful you are, me? you could easily yeah, you in particular, <laughs> you could easily say, "I'm Vicky Chandler, I'm on the board of directors, I'm this and you're very humble in your approach, and you're very credible, and it comes, I think, part of that humbleness. Is that, does that make sense?
2: Well, being on the board just means that I, I, I have a place to serve. Exactly.
0: but this, <laughs> it's the same approach that Bill has. I guess is what I'm saying. Bill yeah. is not. Bill is humble yeah. in that responsibility. He takes it. He takes it seriously. Yes. But you can tell there's a humbleness and a gentleness and a firmness in what he's doing. That he knows he's on the right track. It's a you have that, yeah, and you have that same calling. I would say. That's well, a good word. that's a better word than I. And have.
2: really, what a, what it? It's such a privilege to be connected with the Bo, uh, with the uh, with the rescue mission, with the Boise rescue mission. It's a privilege. Uh, uh I remember Chris uh, Ellison saying, you know, we see miracles every day, and we just don't want to get too used to that. <laughs>
0: well, and I, yeah, that, that's good. But I almost say, too, I think what we as Christians, what we don't do enough of is when we see miracles and we see God's impact in our life, then we need to share that and be yeah. honest with people and say, yeah. let, let me tell you what happened just happened. Let me share oh, yeah. that this is what oh, yeah. happened, because so much of the time, I find the people that are around us don't understand they don't understand why Vicky's so happy they don't understand why Mark is so happy but if we share what happens in our life and we see the miracles in our life with people then they go oh i i understand now why this guy that drives the beat up car and's been in prison and you know I understand why he's happy if we share that then that that makes that gives them the example to come forward and maybe consider that themselves so and i think you do that you do that very well
2: uh, well, I I don't know that that's the case necessarily. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's, it is a privilege to be associated with the Boise Rescue Mission because uh, it's like a salt lick for a cow, I think. <laughs> you know, I mean, if you think that you're, like that. if you think you're bored with your Christian walk or that you, uh, you know, that there's something missing, it's probably service, honestly. It's probably, if you need a place to serve, it's such a, a great thing to do because you can't help but be around uh, the guys or the women at the in uh, you know, I serve in Nampa, so because mm-hmm. that's where I live, and mm-hmm. so you know, I just that's so the lighthouse or the thrift store or whatever. Uh, but in Boise, also, I should, I, oh, oh, and and the um, Valley Women and Valley Shelter, women, the, yeah, brand new, brand new. I mean, let's
0: don't, let's don't leave yeah,
2: no, that's for sure in Nampa. So I mean, there there are, are so many needs uh, that are being met there, and the people who come back and who say thank you or the or the people who are there and are just so grateful for what the mission is doing for them and and even the people who come in to give i remember um just standing in the lobby and uh and an an elderly and because you and i are of that age where elderly is really elderly mm. <laughs>
0: she's she's Uh, she's, she's saying how old I am
2: and uh, they came in and and they brought in a whole cartload they'd been to Costco and they brought in a whole cartload of groceries and I saw the tag the the receipt and it said $84 and I think it must have been out of their social security check because it was obvious they weren't they didn't Mm -hmm. have a big fancy truck and a big fan you know they weren't dressed all that well and she said well she said, "After we give to our church, we we go shopping for the mission, and that's what. And we bring it here, you know, every that's month. Great. And I'm thinking, it's such a blessing to see people give to the yeah, mission like good. they give that's as good. well. That's good. So that's many good g- things happen. Good
0: story. I'm going to use the Salt Lake thing too. That's that's pretty good. I like that.
2: <laughs> well, if you're hungry for righteousness, you know, God <laughs> I like blesses. It. I think the Treasure Valley is blessed because of how people give to the mission as well.
0: Yep, I agree. I agree. Vicky Chandler, thank you so much for coming in this afternoon.
2: Am I done?
0: Yeah, you know we are. Yeah, this wasn't—it was harmless, Man, wasn't it? It was harmless. This
2: was so much fun.
0: It was, <laughs> Vicky. And like I said, Vicky, I see to see Vicky in the afternoons at Ten Mall when she comes in there because uh, I stand behind this counter at the con- Connection Point. And one of the great things is the people that pass by, and Vicky has a smile, and her husband come by, and oh, here are the Chandlers. And well, so, that's just
2: because you smile, no, you know. P- you had smiles attract smiles, there right? You there
0: you go, Vicky. Thank you so much for coming.
2: Oh, it's been a pleasure. Too.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for tuning in this afternoon and for Vicki Chandler for showing up from the Boise Rescue Mission. She's a really neat lady, and we would hope that as systemic change of Idaho grows, that the relationship with the Boise Rescue Mission will increase, and we can be partners in terms of addressing how Idahoans view those of us who have been incarcerated and are transitioning back in as returning citizens in Idaho. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you next Saturday afternoon on Victory Over Sin.